Hey, everybody. Welcome to the YouTube show. Uh, really excited to have Joe Castle back. Uh, uh, we had a um, late show last week. A bunch of stuff going on. It was right before Halloween. Uh, Joe got caught up in a uh, family event. Uh, but Joe's back and Craig is here. How are you guys all doing today? Pretty good. Pretty good. Um, doing well. Halfway through the week, more so, so <laughs> right. I'll take it. I know it's cliche. I know it's a trope, but, hey, they're cliches and tropes for reasons. So. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, Joe, <laughs> you missed it last week. Um, Manning Cass. Um, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we talked about the Manning Cass, and we ended up kind of – I didn't expect us to go there, but it, it was a good um, trip. We ended up talking about Bill Walton. He was on ESPN Game Day, a memorable appearance where – both Craig and I are into the, the craziness as Bill Walton. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, we were hoping that Bill Walton and Dick Vitale could do their own uh, main and cast type show on some <laughs> NBA. It would be fantastic. Nothing yeah. would ever be uh, discussed other than, like, the meaning of life and, you know, <laughs> hibiscus trees. And, oh, yeah, it would it would be a mess, but it would be a great mess. Yeah, it, it was interesting. Um, I... I've been watching the uh, NFL Network or NFL uh, YouTube channel. I'll put together like a 15-minute best of. And I was watching that uh, from the main cast the other day. It was entertaining. They had some good guests, uh, Michael Strahan and a couple other people. Mm-hmm. It was fun. They had Josh Allen, the, you know, the quarterback for the Bills. Uh, it, it was pretty good. I enjoyed it. It was fun times. No one will beat Marshawn Lynch, though. I don't yes, think. yes, right, <laughs> or, or whatever. Happens. He's going to go in the Manning Cast Hall of Fame for yeah, uh, yeah, for sure, <laughs> or, or whatever made Eli Manning flip a double bird at something. That was kind of crazy too. <laughs> That'll be the uh, the photo on the outside of the Manning Cast Hall of Fame, probably. All right, well, greatest hits, Volume One. <laughs> we picked our topic for this week, which we're looking forward to talking about. And uh, we are in the midst of setting up like a weekly way of picking out new shows. And we'll talk to you about that a little bit more at the end. Uh, We want to get more interaction. We want you guys out there to have a, a, um, you know, a way of voting for what we can talk about in the future. But let's first get to uh, what we talked about. Um, Craig, I think at the end of our main cast show, we did a informal poll. I read to you some of the videos that was on my watch layer list and, you picked out the frugal fit mom. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I guess she has a YouTube channel out there. Uh, this is the first one we saw uh, from her. So I, I got to talk to my wife. It sounds like a YouTube channel my wife would enjoy. Um, but we watched the video of her going to Dollar Tree uh, talking mm-hmm. about how you can eat for $15 a week. Um, Joe, be honest. You, you were here last week, so you're at the mercy of wherever we picked. Uh, what were you? What did you think when you first saw that topic come across? Were you surprised, happy, sad? What was going on? Oh, I was. I was pleased. I, um, you know, I. I think it comes with you know. The older I get, the more it becomes a uh, you know a frugal, frugal shopping and cooking is like a. a not not just like something you have to do, but it's like a goal. You know, it, it, yeah. whenever I go to the store, it's like I'm checking prices per ounce or serving or whatever. And and <laughs> sure enough, that was so that was kind of right up my alley. And I gotta say, what she picked out, I'm like, I could I can deal with that. You know, okay. I especially uh, not to not no spoilers or anything, but I especially liked uh, 
some of the uh, audibles she called, like with breakfast, to do yeah. uh, something that was kind of typical, but not, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I now again, I I subscribe to a bunch of YouTube channels. Sometimes at the end of the night, I'll just kind of go through and pick out stuff. That's interesting if it's a sports highlight, a news segment, or whatever. I'm not sure what drove me to it. I mean, I kind of like a shopping, you know, how to buy stuff for cheaper. It seemed weird because it seems like she's half in about the, hey, here's how I can buy cheap stuff from a store. But then it turned out to be a cooking challenge. She turned, she kind of went Gordon Ramsay on us all for the last half of the <laughs> episode. That kind of surprised me. Yeah, she she informed us not to use up a lot of that uh, teriyaki sauce or whatever, the teriyaki glaze in the bottle. It's uh, a little sweet. But, you know, I, I kind of, you know, I, I'm, I'm exactly with Joe on this where, you know, we all get a little frugal and especially, you know, journalists, I think yep. we get a little more frugal than others. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I'm sure we're all guilty of putting back the, you know, five cent cheaper, you know, package of meat or whatever because we saw something cheaper that looked the same size um but yeah you know it's kind of interesting i think we're all looking for those ways to cut costs and, and food costs especially in the time of covid have gone up um you know one thing that i was you know we always see if you if you get on tiktok or on some of those quick hit social media pages you always see the people post about how they go on like a 300 dollar costco shopping trip and then they you know they go and eat the hot dogs or the pizza at the at the cafe they have this is kind of mm -hmm. like this where you can go on a on a, a nice shopping trip but you don't have to break the bank and you can get looks like what's are some solid meals out of it yeah that yep. was a, yeah that variety was pretty was pretty impressive really i mean she made she made you know she i think she was able to stretch her budget not only that but stretch her ingredients and yep. you know cuz like my wife you know, she likes rice, but she doesn't want to eat rice all the time. I could eat rice all the time because I like rice. But, you know, you, you put it in a bowl, you put it in a burrito or whatever you may do. Or with eggs, for instance, you can make your, your pancakes or you can make just scrambled eggs or whatever you want. So you can really, you know, stretch those ingredients. And I think that's one of the things that she did with this. Mm -hmm. You guys got to help me out. And my wife, she's not a huge podcast person, so she's not listening to a lot of these podcasts. I'm afraid I kind of made her subscribe to my channel. So I'm afraid if she stumbles across one one night, like she's bored one night, and she's like, all right, I'm going to listen to this guy's podcast. Just <laughs> stumble across this one. Because here's my frustration. I think you have to have appetite control. And sometimes when I'm depressed or, you know, bored, I eat a little bit more. So I look at it saying, I don't know if I can eat as cheap as $15 a week. I, I got a big appetite some of these days. But the other thing that depressed me was I don't know if I can make that much of that food. I mean, some of it is simple. You know, it's easy to make. But what depressed me is I don't know what I can make. I mean, yeah, you can just put ingredients in a burrito and wrap it up. But some of that other stuff, I'm not even sure if I know how to make that. I mean, does it seem that easy to make some of that stuff, or do you have to be somewhat of a cook? Because I'm really not, unfortunately. Oh, I think it's yeah. I think it's pretty simple. Uh, it's, I okay. think it's it's to to be able to um, to to fix you know seven meals morning, noon, and night. It's it's way easier than you think once you start doing it. Okay. Yeah, I think um, you know 
what she, I mean, she didn't like, she didn't reinvent the wheel on this. I mean, she, you know, she saw what she had and, you know, she got creative, but I wouldn't say you have to be a cook. I mean, you know, she eyeballed the pancakes because she made it out of a muffin mix and it wasn't exactly, it didn't have a, you know, a direction on how to do pancakes out of that cornbread mix. Um, but, you know, she, she saw the vegetables, she saw the stir fry, she saw the rice and she just put it all together and said, you know, hey, I can make a stir fry. And, okay. you know, you know, obviously she found those um, spring rolls as well. So right. I think it's it's not necessarily you have to know a lot about cooking. I think it's just about being creative and about bringing things together that you like. And, you know, I mean, I don't know that I've ever seen rice at Dollar Tree. I love I love shopping at Dollar Tree. And I, you know, there have been times where I've bought some pasta there or, or you know, whatever it may be. So I think we've all probably done that unless you're, you know, rich and you, can buy from wherever you want to buy from. But, you know, every once in a while you see something there, you're like, oh, I'll try to see if it's any good. Maybe it's a good value. Maybe it's not a good value, but you kind of determine that, you know, based on cooking and she, she seemed to like what she made and her family seemed to like it. So, um, you know, that now that also may be something where she might be, you know, hamming it up because she's on, on TV and on camera and saying it's better than maybe what it is, but she was, right. you know, you know, she judged the teriyaki sauce a little bit. So she gave an opinion on that and said maybe less is more, which is good because then people that want to mimic what she's doing will now know oh, I shouldn't overdo this with the teriyaki right. sauce. So, I mean, it was, uh, you know, an interesting, you know, I've seen people that do and I, I follow a couple of people on, on YouTube that do, you know, projects, DIY kind of things where you can buy a couple of things from Dollar Tree and turn them into something that you know, might cost three times as many, you know, as three, three times as much at a normal store. So I've seen some of those. I've never really seen the frugal shopper where they would buy and, and, you know, get $15 or in her case, $16 to spoil the surprise. She actually bought 16 items, but you know, it was kind of a unique thing where if you're looking for, if you fall on hard times and you need to save some money, you can still eat pretty well. Yeah, I mean, I know back in the day, there's probably, there wasn't a store that sold ramen that I did not buy ramen at. You know right. what I mean? It's super, right. I mean, college, first jobs, whatever, you know. And then, of course, different times when you're saving for a vacation or you've got some financial goal, it's not like you have to, this is the last ditch effort to feed myself no you can just want to save money on your food budget because especially right. in the age of of you know grubhub and doordash as much as you might like the convenience of logging on and going i want this from here and we're we're guilty of that as as, as guilty of that as anybody um yeah it's kind of cool to think well okay that was you know her food budget well i could, so i could take what you know less for less than what my family would spend if we drove through Arby's on the way home from work, right? You know, that's a meal. Well, no, seriously, you can feed yourself and it's not just the same. No, it's different meals, morning, noon, and night. And then there's different variety that you can throw in, as you were saying, Craig, that, you know, the versatility there. Okay. What are you going to do with the eggs? Well, if you're fixing stir fry, you know, if you're fixing fried rice, you, she got, you know, all that rice that she fixed. Well, she's doing stir fry with the veggies and stuff, but well, maybe shake it up and, and, and do something else with it, you know, and, and the same thing with the, with the rice and beans and everything you can, you know, there's more versatility there than we might tend to think about with 
hyper convenience of having everything delivered now or whatever, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I was about ready to just destroy this woman, thinking, how dare? I mean, you can't eat for fifteen dollars a week. You could uh, be starving, but you know, it, it sounds like you can have a hearty meal. And yeah. hey, you I, know what I wanted to see though. I wanted to see her go back to that freezer section and pick out some of that, what's supposed to be meat, and, and incorporate that. Because I've seen some YouTube and TikTok videos of people trying the freezer. Now, this is not the frozen sandwiches that are probably passable, but I'm talking about, like, you can get steak at Dollar Tree. You can get, like, pork chops at Dollar Tree. Now, obviously, they're extremely thin, and they may or may not contain... Uh, what we would consider meat, but it says that that's what it is. I wanted to see her, like, because she didn't do any of this with protein other than, you know, she had beans for the fill, sort of the filler protein. Um, but uh, I wanted to kind of see what she could do if she ever gets those meats in the back freezer, because I've always thought, like, oh, I wonder what those are like, even though I'm a little gun shy about ever purchasing them because they just, you don't know what they are. <laughs> Right, right. That would have taken it up to the next level. And she would have been like, yeah, I'm going to go buy some steak in the back freezer and we're going to eat like wings today. It could could be another it could be another video from her, too. You yeah, know. yeah. Something oh, well, tells me that she probably does not eat the uh, Dollar Tree frozen steak, I would imagine. I, right. mean, uh, I don't know. To, she seems to value her health a little bit more than that. That is true. <laughs> perhaps. Yeah, perhaps. She is the frugal fit mom, not the uh, frugal right. dumb mom. So yeah. well, I, I can imagine she probably doesn't get into that. Well, and see, my challenge, there's a dollar tree near where I live. I, I got to go there and see what I can make. Because like I said, I'm again, I was expecting to destroy this woman. I like the, the woman. I like her ideas and everything. I'm just trying to figure out what I can make on my own. I guess that's the only thing that's holding me back. I mean, I like what she brings to the table. I, I love rice. Could I do the rice in the air fryer, or is that a silly rice idea? cooker, not air fryer? You'll, uh, okay. you'll have some really strange textures with that. Probably. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you make like a you know fried rice ball or something like that, where you wanted to try to do that, but it, see, I just don't know how to cook at all. That's a problem. And, and my wife, if she was sitting here, she'd be like, "Yep, he doesn't know how to cook." <laughs> he struggles. <laughs> Can't confirm. No lie detected. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah. That's why, you know, if she listens to one podcast, I know how Lex to have it. She'll listen to the podcast. I'm trying to be as honest as possible. Uh, you know, I like the woman. I, I'll probably subscribe to her channel. Uh, but, again, I, I'm just having a hard time with the cooking part of it. It's kind of tough. Well, you know, maybe you and your wife can brainstorm, you know, you go to, maybe you say, hey, let's go to Dollar Tree, let's try this, let's try a little $15 a week challenge, right. and, you know, you walk around, and, you know, maybe, you know, you see something, and you say, oh, well, what, what could we use this with, or what could we use this for, and then all of a sudden, by the end of it, you, uh, you know, you put something together, and that's kind of how she did it, where she was looking around, she she saw the breakfast items, whether it was cereal, or the pancakes, or whatever the mixes were. And she kind of thought, okay, well, let's, let's do this. Cause I like cornbread mix, but I don't know what I want to do with it yet. Maybe I can make mm -hmm. cornbread hotcakes. And that's what she did. So she got the syrup and, and she got that primarily, if I'm not mistaken, because it was a, a bigger, a bigger bag for that mix than it was for the pancake mix, where I think it was a smaller, like it wasn't quite a pound size, like the, the cornbread uh, mix was. So, I mean, you can, you can really, you know, 
put some things together at Dollar Tree, they have a lot more. Now, some of it's better value than others. Like you can get, you know, a box of stuffing at Aldi for cheaper than you could at, you know, at Dollar Tree. And some of the sizes are different and other stores are better, better value. But, you know, you've got your pastas. Like I said, I don't know that I've ever seen rice at a Dollar Tree, but maybe I just never looked. Um, But you've got beans, apparently. You've got pasta there. You've got, you know, various pastas, elbow, I've seen lasagna I've seen. So, you know, there's sauces there. I mean, you could really put together some meals, even if you don't want to do the the $15 a week or whatever, you mm-hmm. know, you could probably double that $30 a week for one person probably isn't that bad. Right. Yeah. And I, I think I did appreciate the versatility that she was kind of displaying too with, I mean, by saying, okay, the rice and let's grab a couple kinds of beans. And she didn't even, I mean, she could have spent, uh, you know, like reshuffled her budget and said, okay, I'm going to get, you know, these, these kidney beans as well. I mean, and then, you know, we've, I was thinking about with the, um, you know, like with some of the pastas and stuff that they have there, just if she had taken, not that we would necessarily sit down to watch the video for a month of it, but just imagining kind of extrapolating, okay, well, if yeah. you, based on what she showed on the shelves, yeah, you could kind of, I mean, even expand your budget if you said, all right, we're going to do 20 bucks a week, and that's, you know, 80 to 100, maybe, you know, fudge it a little bit, and 20 to 25 bucks a week, 80 to 100 bucks a month. Um, yeah, you could do that, you know, I mean, and and eat on multiple continents, you know. I mean, you could take the, some of the sauces and, and, and uh, beans and pastas that they've got and do some really good stuff, just put it on the stove and let it go slow, you know? (laughs) You know, one thing that I wanted to say though, and and I don't, I don't care that she spent $16 instead of 15 or whatever. Right. But when she was making her burrito mix, she put in a can of salsa or a red sauce of some sort into her mix. But that was also something that was not in her initial shopping trip. So she kind of cheated a little bit. I'm not going to, you know, look, she, what she did was amazing. I mean, she spent like, mm-hmm. what was it, 76 cents a meal or whatever. So really what she did was quite amazing. But, eh, you know, I, I didn't notice that. She she said she had gotten it from Dollar Tree on like a previous shopping trip or whatever, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But you're kind of fudging the numbers a little bit when you're saying, oh, well, right. I only spent 15 bucks. Well, the reality is you spent 16 and then... You know, you also kind of incorporated, you know, and I think, too, I don't believe she got the bouillon mix as well, like the um, uh, the chicken bouillon oh, she, mix. She did. She picked up the chicken bouillon there. Okay. She okay. had it in her cart. Okay. You know. So, you know, okay, this that was good. And, and that's probably, out of all the stuff that I would say you could fudge on, that would probably be the one. Like, you don't really yeah. need to buy the chicken bouillon there to justify using it. You could say, well, I, I've got chicken bouillon or I've got, you know, leftover packets from, you know, your, your ramen or something like that. Right. Right. But, you know, I mean, overall though, it was kind of unique to see how it came together. And, and, you know, it's, if you like that kind of stuff, I'm not a beans fan, so I'd probably be eliminated from the bean stuff, but you know, the breakfast looked good. The lunches looked really good. I mean, you know, I, th- I think she did a nice job stretching a budget and, you know, giving mm-hmm. people options on how they can maybe cut costs. And especially in the time of COVID where money's tight sometimes for people or the grocery stores are a little emptier or a little bit more expensive. This is a nice little uh, option for people to kind of figure. It's like the extreme couponing. You know, you 
you watch those shows or you watch the the YouTube videos on how to coupon because you want to try to stretch your budget. And here you're stretching your your budget and your uh, ability to meal prep and mm-hmm. and, and not just because everybody just assumes you're going to get terrible food because you're spending fifteen dollars a week. And what she put together wasn't look. It didn't look terrible, you know. Right, yeah. right, and and you know, quite the contrary. You know, if you're fixing it at home, I mean, not for nothing. The reason that I don't cook at home as any more than I do isn't because the food. I think the food's going to be bad. It's because I'm lazy. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's the time that element. Simple. Time. Yeah, exactly. The time I mean, element I, that it takes to cook. Yeah. To be fair, not all lazy. There's the time element. You're working. You're busy. You're going to school, picking up kids, whatever you're doing. You know. You, 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 life's hectic. I get that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, generally I, I know that, and, and Chris, keep it in mind. Cause I'm, I am certainly no, uh, well, I may be Gordon Ramsay with the language in the kitchen, but that's about it. You know, <laughs> stuff. But, uh, it, it really doesn't take much to learn how to make stuff you like at home really easily. Like I kind of uh, had a kinship with her because one of like our household favorite things is I just, it's, it's just burrito filling. Basically, you know, it's rice, beans, brown. I do brown some ground beef or ground Turkey to go with it. Mm. And it makes a bunch of it. And if you want nachos, if you want tacos, burrito, whatever you, whatever you want, different degrees of hot sauce right. go on things and whatnot. It's really uh, scalable and, and you can add a lot of different flavors to it. And it's cheap. I mean, oh my goodness! If you drop the meat out of it, you're talking about, I mean, pennies a serving. You know, it's right. super super easy to make. You know, yeah. Um, so I, I did appreciate that she that she you know went that route with 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 one of her options yeah. to be versatile and and make a bunch of food. See, I like cooking, and I do a lot of cooking for me and my wife, but. A lot of times it's very simple. It might be, mm-hmm. you know, frozen yeah. items or whatever that's kind of quick and simple and painless. Yeah. But I do like to cook my own stuff every once in a while, too. Um, but I think a lot of it's just like, you know, you get that lazy mode where you're like, man, I spent all day doing this and now I got to cook and that's going to take an hour or two to finish everything. So sometimes it's easier just to pull out the, you know, the quick stuff or whatever. But, mm-hmm. you know. I, I think it's it's fun to, to do it yourself, too, when you have time and you want to sit down. You know, like my wife makes great breakfast burritos when we, you know, and, and she likes to. I'm not the meal prep person, though. Like, I don't I won't mind cooking and then cooking in advance. But if I cook in advance, I'm not going to, like, put it in, like, little tins. And right. That's you know, a I don't do that for me, that. too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't know that I I don't know that I have the patience for it or or whatever it may be to, to, to do that. Like, I don't look at it like, oh, I can't wait to get these containers and then I'll fill them up and then they'll be in the fridge and you just pull them out. Because then there are times where you're like, oh, well, we have this, but I'm not in the mood for it because we just had it a day ago or two days right. ago or whatever. So then that's where I get into where I'm kind of like, well, meal prep's probably great, especially if you are on like a specific diet where it's like, oh, I'm going to have grilled chicken every day for seven days. So I'll just make grilled chicken and I'll have rice or whatever with it or something. But I think that's my biggest problem is I think I don't look at it like, oh, I'm, I can't wait to have the same thing. And my wife doesn't like the same thing every night either. So it's kind of meal prep for me. I'm just still not my head's not wrapped around. it. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. I, and I also, for the record, um, I don't care what the pancakes are made out of. I got a 13 year old kid. 
if you make pancakes, you make any food that you're supposed to slather in syrup or something else sweet, there's no way there's going to be enough to freeze it. It's gone into like <laughs> two days out of the out of the fridge. Gone. <laughs> Done. <laughs> but still appreciate the effort. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, very good. So, yeah, that's why it's good we have shows like this. Because I'm surprised. I didn't come in feeling this excited about the Fugal Fit Mom. I think I'm going to throw it subscription. Um, I'm actually doing this from my phone, so I'm having a hard time looking her up. Um, Joe or Craig, do you have a, a follower count? How many subscriptions does the Google <laughs> Fit Mom have? She's got 359,000 oh. subscribers. She has uh, fans. Yeah. Yeah. 350. And she has 889 videos. Well, and yeah. they range from awesome finds at Dollar Tree to, you know, grocery shopping, you know, hauls. And she went to Trader Joe's and, and did like a grocery haul and taste test. I mean, she did a 58 things to not buy it and save money. I mean, you know, she's really got it down. She's got pantry items from Dollar Tree, which includes some of those things we talked about, like the pastas, the grits, you know, various things like that. Brownie mix there. I mean, you can you really can buy a lot. Also, she's got a uh, how she lost 30 pounds and kept it off. So, I mean, this is um, a really unique. She even has one eating for ten dollars a week. So I don't know about that, but she's. She's proven to do that too, I guess. Joe, it was interesting. We had, uh, what was that guy's name? The the golfer. Um, oh, Brooks Holt. Yeah, Brooks Holt. We had him on uh, one of our podcasts, and I think he was maybe somewhere around a hundred thousand subscribers. Craig, if I remember right. Yeah. Uh, but he and his girlfriend go around the co- the country playing miniature golf, and he's got a pretty big uh, YouTube channel. Uh, it's crazy. I mean, from what he was telling us, you could be pretty much full time if you got even that number of subscribers. Right, Joe. We got to start our own YouTube channel. I don't know. <laughs> well, we could do like a Chris learns to cook or something. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's it. I mean, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it, the irony though is that this woman probably makes a lot of money from her YouTube, and she doesn't need to worry about being frugal at the grocery store. You know, right. Although that would help whatever she does make from her channel. Well, it goes oh, yeah. further because, oh, yeah. you know. Oh, yeah. yeah, she's going to use it on her house services. You know, my wife just get mad because throughout our life, we've eaten out way too much. And she's like, hey, mm-hmm. you know, what do we do if we could eat home more? You know, we we could use it in other ways. So it's good. So, yeah, I'm with yeah. her. I mean, yeah, very interesting stuff. And I need to find some good hey dummy here's how to cook um <laughs> i'm sure they have a cooking for dummies well you guys mentioned salsa this is how bad it was um joe we had a, a monthly report that we had due on i had me a week last week lots of stuff going on uh every time i wrote about uh matt modio it seemed like we had figures in terms of- <laughs> My goodness, everyone loves a Mad Modio last week. I'm not sure what was that, but uh, it was just a busy week. A lot of fun stuff, the good stuff was happening. I just didn't have time to do a month report. So I I told my boss, hey, I, I do this on Monday. And she would see me that. And my daughter was home and she was sick. She was fucked. 
I had a hard time getting stuff done. Um, so I was supposed to make her lunch, and it was pretty much heating something up. I grabbed the wrong bowl, and I gave her a sauce that was actually salsa on her spaghetti. <laughs> That's Salsified <all>. spaghetti. <laughs> yes. And I felt you bad. know, quick, easy meal for children. Grilled cheese. Okay. Um, maybe a tomato soup if you like that. I actually eat grilled cheese with like regular soup. I just like the combination. Uh, but yeah, that way you have no issues with salsa. Yeah, I, I've got to even learn how to do that. So it's tough. Well, we'll hey, get you there. I like this. This, is, this has been good. All right, well, let's move on to the next part of our program because we want to get to a listener interaction. And we think this would be a nice way of starting out that process. So. We're trying to pick the next video. We've done a couple of these already. We've liked what they've done, but at the end, it's pretty much like, oh, crap, we've got to go. Oh, crap, what are we watching? And I kind of put my finger on something I like, and that's what we pick. I like our picks so far, but I want to be more democratic, just so it's not me throwing something out the last second. So here's what we're going to try, and we can modify this as time goes on. Um... I want us to pick between four videos. Now, I went through and chose four that we're going to talk about in a second. What I'm thinking about is uh, both Joe and Craig could pick their video. And I will determine if there's a tie. If you guys both pick the same thing, we're picking that video. And then what we'll do is in the following week, we'll have a vote out for which new video should replace the one we picked in our top four. You know? And we'll, we'll kind of go about like that. So I want to get some interaction from you guys as well as listeners uh, to see what people want to talk about. So does that does that work for everybody? I think so. Survival of the fittest YouTube video. <laughs> yeah. So I picked four, and I've got a very eclectic YouTube. I, and these are all them, and, you know, there's stuff that Chris likes. But why I want, you know, our, our four of us to do this is – or, or people are forced to listen to the show, whatever the case may be. I, I, I want you to interact with what you want to see, and we'll decide which one we want to talk about. So let me go over the four nominees. Here are four videos that some of the I thought were interesting. And we can also talk about the content provider, too, so not just one particular video. Guys, I've been getting into, have you ever heard of a guy named Mr. Beast? He's a YouTuber. No. Oh, yeah, I have heard of him. Um, my son has uh, um, mentioned him repeatedly, basically because, you know, he's he's fascinated with anyone with deep pockets who goes on YouTube and does seemingly amazingly cool things, either for themselves or other people, like offering someone a ridiculous amount of money to do a thing or, or you know... Um, spending, like, wouldn't it be cool if you had this? Well, we took the time and effort to do it, to, to make a, you know, a, um, a certain, a certain device or, or, you know, go to a, go to a, a restaurant and buy a bunch of stuff and distribute it or whatever. Um, I haven't watched him personally, but uh, I've heard of him. He's on my radar. I'll put it that way. All right. Well, one video and, and just right. His videos is he has kind of a crew. He, he seems to be like young, mid twenties. Um, he has 83 million, probably more than that, 83 million uh, YouTube subscribers, which 
the monetization for the truth. This guy is pretty loaded. Um, so half his videos are him doing goofy things, and half the videos are legitimately goes out and gives money and uh, money people need else. Uh, so Craig are my nominee, and we can talk about Mr. Beast in general, but I stumbled across this video that was kind of quirky. He goes through the same drive-thru a thousand times in a day. So it's a video, a 20-minute video. Of, it was a Hardee's. He went around and made 1,000 orders, and you know, some he gives away, some he frenzy. It's just a, a crazy video. So that's nominee number one. And again, you know, you don't pick it, it'll just be there for next week. Number two, I, I'm getting into this uh, provider called Secret Bait. Kind of a guy, or maybe it's a team, I'm not even sure, where they do sports videos, kind of little documentaries. They kind of look at some issues. And I've been interested. They did a study of every NFL score that has ever happened. Um, so, you know, how many times? Uh, team won three, one to nine, 24 to 14. And they call it score guy when there's a score that's never happened before. I don't know if you guys remember about 10 years ago, the Steelers beat the Chargers 11 to 10 in NFL football. It was the first time there was ever a score that ended up being 11 to 10. Um, on my behind the steel curtain network, I'm part of uh, my joke is going to somebody's podcast and say, when they ask for a prediction, I say it's going to be five to four or four to two. Yes, this will never happen. Uh, it's a video that goes over all the weird scores in NFL history. It's kind of quirky, but it's kind of fun. Now, again, something to remember is we have to look at the time of the video because we, I, any of us, have to watch a 20 hour video. Uh, this video clock at 21 minutes, it's pretty short. Third one. I'd never heard of these guys before. I saw part of the video. It's kind of interesting. Good Mythical Morning. Uh, two guys that try to be funny. They do a block food milkshake taste test. They give you their, the best milkshake. And the wild... And this is a 13 and a half minute video, so it's not a long video. Here's the wild card. And this may not get picked for a while. Have you ever seen on Netflix? There's a movie called Look Who's Back. Have you heard of that? Mm-mm. I don't think no. so. Maybe I, no, I don't think so. This is a movie about speculating what would happen if either Adolf Hitler rose from the dead or maybe Adolf Hitler was never, you know, maybe never really died. Maybe they faked his stuff or whatever. So it comes back to, I think it was shot in like 2010s, kind of more current day German, and just him walking around and he's trying to give his ideas and Kind of a scary idea. He's not going around calling for a Holocaust again, but he's sharing his ideas, and some people like them because you know the way the world is right now. So, kind of interesting from a history sense, but interesting to the comments on where we're at as a society now. Now, here's the problem. Well, two issues. One, it is a movie, so it's an hour and fifty-two minutes. So, I'm not sure if we have want to make that commitment. Secondly, it looks like a bootleg, so that video will okay. So if we pick that video, we may have to put the backup in case YouTube takes. But look who's back! I think it is a Netflix movie, but I saw it on YouTube. 
All right. So it's each of you guys' individual choice. Do, do you guys want to have a discussion, or you just want to pick and we go from there? <clears throat> well, I'm familiar with two of them. I'm familiar with a little bit familiar with, as I said, Mr. Beast. But Good Mythical Morning is like a a a sometimes staple of our household. Um, if we, um, you know, day off from work and school or something, if we're having breakfast, not at the table, but, you know, watching something in the living room as we'll do like for brunch maybe or something. Um, yeah, uh, Rhett and Link are there with us. I, I have, I don't have it here. I wish I did. I have good mythical morning coffee mugs. Oh, wow. You know, our son, our son found them and, and loved them and introduced my wife to them. And, and then they introduced me to them. And I thought, this is going to be something just bah, dumb. Mm, mean old man doesn't like it. Oh, some of it's hilarious. You know, they're, they're, uh, competitions and taste tests and 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 mashups and whatnot um i'm a fan they got an operation they've got studios and stuff you know so it's uh, their stuff is really well produced um so i mean you know depending on what you pick i might have already seen it (laughs) this is one passing the best well they're giving you what's the best passing emotion but they're doing be a blind taste so Mm. There's milkshakes and tastes and they give you that stuff. And, and see, here's the, the three we don't pick. Go back in the hopper. So mm-hmm. I assume that sometime over the next few months, we may go into all four of these. Uh, it just depends on what you want to go first. So uh, who wants to pick first? I'll put it that way. Um, I think I would actually cast my vote for the Good Mythical Morning. That sounds. I'm, I'm looking through some of their YouTube channel, and you know, I mean, I'm seeing like a Snickers pizza crust and stuff. It just sounds fun, sounds interesting. Yeah. I think we could have a good time with that. So I think I'd cast my vote for that, even though Joe might have seen, you know, the the the, the clip that we'll watch. But that sounds kind of fun. I wouldn't mind getting into that. I will, I will, I will thwart Chris's hope to be the tiebreaker and go with Good Mythical Morning, GMM. So there we go. So Good Mythical Morning will be the thing we watch week. I'll, I'll put it this way: uh, we actually have told on the show they start the golf thing. If you guys want to try to reach out, I don't know if these guys are available. Maybe we can see if one can come on. If they can't, you know, we'll will be fine. Um, you never know. You think we, um, Joe, you think good biscuit might come on? I don't know. I have no clue. I don't know if they do anything like that or not. You know, they may. I mean, they certainly do different forms of, of audience outreach and, 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 you know, fan service and things like that. So, but I mean, they also make a gazillion videos a season. So, it might very well be that you know it's like oh well that's nice and all that but you know we work 14 hour days <laughs> to make this goofiness that you see takes a lot of work <laughs> so i don't know here's the other thing um you know we watch uh paul and joe they're they're podcasters that i chat with late in the evening you help us with some podcasts this network and i work with them on our steelers podcast to go on a different network uh but you know 
Paul wanted me to watch Birdemic, which was one of the five worst movies. And it was funny because we're like, we want to track down one of the stars. We actually have one of the stars in the show. And it was just, it was crazy. It was fun. So you never know. We'll reach out to them and see what happens. So, all right. And then here's what I'd suggest. We'll kind of get toward the end of our time. But maybe on Sunday we can um, issue a poll for the next one to replace the mystical because we're going to pick between the three the Dinkin and this new one. So uh, Craig and Joe, next couple days, anything on YouTube that sounds interesting, send it to me. I'll pick four of them and we'll use that in our poll for who is going to replace Good Mythical Morning for the one we decided. That makes sense. All right, sounds sounds good. good. Yeah, and again, anything's fit. It doesn't have to be a movie. It doesn't a well-known YouTube podcaster. It could be a goofy fit as long as a pool. Uh, yeah, guys, a limit for this stuff. It should be. All right, let me do promo. I want to include you guys in promo. There's a, a ton of stuff that's going on I want to make sure everyone knows about. Uh, first of all, check out our sponsors, Chase Bank. Check out um, After Home Store. You know what they do. Uh, help them. They'll help us out, too. Cash App. They're a sponsor of ours. I'm working on a deal uh, where you can benefit from Cash App. Hopefully, we can announce that next week. Um, you can invest in Cash App. You can uh, get bounce the areas. So you can send each other. Uh, I bought my first Bitcoin. I, I'm in the Bitcoin market. And guys, I'm frustrated because I, I thought I'd be rich now. Uh, Joe, I thought I could retire. <laughs> and I think I'm a buck up and I spent 20 bucks. So at least I'm money wise. But well, now you can feed yourself for a week. Yes. Right. <laughs> now, see, you don't retire on Bitcoin, you become a venture capitalist. Mm. That's the thing. <laughs> away. And like with Cash App, you can actually. Um, you know, attach it to your bank and get uh, like you can actually maybe say, "Hey, I want five bucks in Bitcoin," and they'll automatically buy Bitcoin. I think that's the thing you need to do. That way, I'll build myself up without going super crazy one week. So, yeah, we'll, we'll talk more about that as that gets finalized. There. Uh, so yeah, check out our sponsors. An insanely busy week for, which is good. You guys are all benefiting. Uh, you guys can check it out. Um, we. We're trying to stay away from Ohio politics. Uh, there's a lot of craziness out there in politics, but we're trying to incorporate uh, interviews. Um, both Joe, Craig, and I, we all work for Gannett, and uh, Joe and I work for Gannett, Ohio. A lot of fun people we've had on, and we want to try and incorporate them more into the show. Um, I talked to Megan Henry this week. Um, Joe, I don't know if you saw it. There was a big Worthington school district um, where they're all throwing accusations against each other and covered that. Uh, we talked to her about that. And then uh, school supply chain issue um, in lunchrooms. They, they can't buy any food, so Megan talked mm -hmm. to me about that as well. And then Amy uh, King, uh, one of our favorite um, guests, uh, she covers religion and uh, immigration for Columbus Dispatch. Uh, we had a conversation about her, with her about how Columbus police chaplains they're going from nine to a hundred next year, Greg. Yeah, kind of crazy, but it's a neat program. And uh, unfortunately, we're closing a lot of um, uh, parishes in Ohio. Um, you know, priests have gone down. 
Um, just, you know, sadly, not as many streets have been there in the past, and obviously COVID doesn't help matters. Um, so Danny went to Saturday County, which is kind of southern Ohio, uh, to talk to people about how managing their closings, and she's drawing parallels to that and what's happening in Franklin County. Uh, so, yeah, lots of good content with her. Um, we talked Frazier and Steinfeld earlier today with Warren Craig. Uh, later tonight, uh, we're going to be talking about Elf. Um, Joe, I'm really upset. Will Ferrell in the interview last week said, I think I'm going to make Elf too. Like he was about very close. He said, I just didn't come up with the money. And yeah, maybe Will Ferrell's being honest, but you're such a tease. You're just ticking off all your favorites. <laughs> I think I think I saw a reference, and uh, it, it, you know who knows, to um, a, an interview he did where somebody asked him about Elf Two, and his his response was basically like, "No, oh God, no." There was there was one, and there, they came up with a script or something, and it was terrible. And I said, "No." So I don't know if these are related. I don't know if it's a running gag because you guys know as well as I do that Will Ferrell is not above a a joke in the in the in the meat space realm out here, you know, off the film set. So, yeah, uh, yeah I, I I don't I don't know. I personally, hey, Elf, I think is one of those perfect little slices of, you know, I didn't want to see a, a Christmas story too either. You know, personally, <laughs> well, you made that. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm I'm good. You know, um, there I think there are things that beg for sequels and things that don't and. Uh, you know, after uh, after seeing Buddy the Elf wave from the back of Santa's sleigh, bye. Uh, that was good. I waved back and I I settled with him. So now watch, they will make another one and it'll be way better. And I'm like, I'm an idiot. <laughs> That's okay. I'm cool with it if they make Elf two and it is the bomb rather than a bomb. Cool. Right. <laughs> Here's the beef I have with it. Don't tease me. Like, okay, yeah, I understand. A reboot of The Office isn't a good idea, as much, as much as I'd love to see it. But I don't know if you remember, like, Steve Crow was um, hosting Silent Live, I think it was about a year or two ago. And he had this gag where, you know, he's talking to Jenna Fisher in the crowd, and Jenna's like, yeah, you got to do the reboot, you got to get paid. And, and like, he talks to his wife and kids in the crowd, and she's they're like, hey, you can go. You know, you don't need to be around us. You know, make that money and everything. And yes, I understand. Saturday Night Live, we're, we're having fun and everything else. But he calls all the cast members up the stage. And he's like, all right, we've got an announcement for you. And I'm sitting here going, oh, my goodness, we're bringing back The Office. And he's like, oh, it's going to be a great show tonight at Saturday Night Live. And I'm like, Steve Crow, you jerk. Don't play with my emotions like that. If you're not doing it, just don't do it. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of Jerry Seinfeld, but at least Jerry's not teasing me like Steve Carell is. You're being mean. Stop it, Steve Carell. Steve Carell is the he's the actor that he wants to work for the rest of his life as opposed to work for the next five years in a reboot, make a lot of money, and then get into that typecast again where he... Right. There's a reason why Steve Carell did the movie Foxcatcher because... He didn't want to be the office Steve Carell. He wanted to be the actor Steve Carell. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. agreed. 
Yeah, but, but I'm just, just, just don't play for my emotions. I, I guess that's what I'm saying. He's a comedian. What do you expect? <laughs> well, I mean, Terry Seinfeld is a comedian, and I'm using the quote marks on our screen here. But, you know, at least Jerry's not, you know, playing for my emotions. Well, I don't... The other thing, I, I pulled up our, our notes here. Uh, here's an interesting story. Joe, I think I actually shared this on our social at work. I not many people clicked on it, which kind of disappointed me. I thought it was a great story. Uh, there was a doctor telling kids that they could eat whatever they want in terms of Halloween candy. Yeah, what, I what, thought that was excellent. Yeah, and I, I had great chatter. I'm like, uh, parents, your kids will love the story. And I think I got like one like from 21 papers. So <laughs> not quite, but close, but close. I don't. I thought it was going to be a big one too. I, you know, I, uh, you know. And I agree with the guy. You know, it's like, no, kids, you're not going to do this every night. Halloween comes once a year. You know, well, here's en- the, enjoy it. You know, well, here's my other beef with this. And yeah, we got to be careful. We're going to do like eight more hours of this because I, I'm fired up about this. So we got two kids at home. We got 14 and a nine year old. Uh, they're big into Halloween. Uh, we go to trunk or tree events or the school event. We're not. Walk around the neighborhood. We're not in that great of a neighborhood for that. But, you know, I give a piece of candy to dad, please. <laughs> my, my wife's sitting there like, no, you, you know, you can't have one piece of candy. I'm like, one piece of candy. These kids have got way too much candy. Give me a Reese's peanut butter cup. And I think I, I complained loud enough where, um, uh, we went to a school Halloween thing, and the one helper just said, "Here, take this candy." I'm like, "Thank you, thank you." <laughs> man, your I, reputation I, preceded you. <laughs> yeah, how's, how's Mrs. Castle about that, Craig? Is she in favor of you grabbing a piece of candy? You mean uh, Joe? Yeah, I think. Uh, I, I mean, I, yeah, I'm I'm with you, uh, Chris. I mean this this year after uh, after uh, our son went trick or treating. Um, I only got from, I mean, it was pathetic. I only got two Heath bars, a Reese cup, uh, three Musketeers, Snickers, and peanut M&Ms. So that's terrible. And the day before. Sarcasm off. Yeah. <laughs> the that bothered me. The day before, and I'm not blaming my daughter. I'm blaming my wife for this one. The day before, I, I, I'm taking my daughter to the store. And she's got special needs. She's a little hyperactive which is fine i get hyperactive at times too i love her for it but you know she she wanted a candy bar to calm down so i bought her a candy bar to calm down so she had a candy bar from the store the day before halloween she got a bunch of stuff for halloween and it's oh it's frustrating that's on you dad yeah the only reason she got the candy bar the day before halloween is because dad gave her a candy bar before halloween uh she was was there a way that you could have like inspected the candy like oh i gotta make sure this is safe to eat and then you take a couple you know what i mean yeah here's the problem i had to take something back to the store and i grabbed a couple groceries and it was this all you know walmart that has everything there and i got cold stuff i'm walking to the um front you know to pay for the stuff my daughter starts crying because she wants to walk around the store i'm like dude i got I got cold stuff here. I mean, I said, <laughs> we got to go, but I love her. And so we walked around once and I don't know. my goodness, uh, we're getting off topic, but it's good. This is one of the true emotions coming out. You know, frugal <laughs> fit mom's okay, but you know, it's Halloween candy. 
Maybe it should right. be a dad. Maybe our YouTube channel is going to get a billion subscribers. Is his dad's rant channel, you know? Where we love our <laughs> wives, we love our families, but we just kind of rant. We got to let it out some somehow. It'll be good. So, all right. Um, yeah, and uh, last thing to promote, um, you know, it's not part of our network, but we share stuff across our network. Uh, I'm on the Behind the Steel Curtain Network. Uh, very shocked the Steelers actually beat the Browns this week, which uh, I'm going to rant about that a little bit later on tonight. But, um, yeah, I'll be on the be a live program tonight. Joe, check this out. Uh, Craig, I'm going to need your help. I'm going to have to test another computer to make sure – I don't think I could do a live show like this. No. <laughs> you know, I'm holding the phone out in front of me, but um, I, I'm going to be guest hosting the Know Your Enemy podcast, where uh, we have on a media member from a city that the Steelers play. Steelers are hosting Bears in Monday Night Football next week, so we'll have somebody from Chicago that covers the Bears come on. We'll quiz them about the Bears, and then uh, it's me and Jeff Benedict, who uh, he's known for ranting about the Steelers, so maybe we'll yell at each other about that fake field goal call, the worst call in NFL history. I don't know if you guys saw that. Yeah, it was bad. They had Chris Boswell, our, our sure-footed kicker, do like a naked bootleg and try to throw a 10-yard pass. And uh, Chris Boswell is a great kicker. Chris Boswell cannot throw. And uh, Chris Boswell got concussion because they had no one blocked for him. It was just crazy. And the Steelers barely won without a kicker. And again, that's another thing I can rant about for eight hours. It, it was a tough night. So check out that great coverage and content. Uh, follow us on social media. Oh, um, Craig, what can we promote from you? Uh, well, I'm, you know, I'm plugging away at some stories here at the uh, Clarksville Leaf Chronicle here in Clarksville, Tennessee. So okay. read, read my stories there. Uh, you had George Thomas from the Akrabika Journal. Yeah, yeah. George and I will be back at it again Thursday. He will be reviewing Eternals, uh, the big Marvel release. Uh, so we're excited to see what George from the Akron Beacon Journal has to say about Eternals. And, and George, my world's collided. George came on the yeah. Curtain podcast. I wasn't there, but heard a bunch of feedback, which I, I'm definitely team George in this feedback. I, <laughs> I, I already talked to somebody from behind the still curtain on that one, so uh, it's good. Uh, are you talking to Bob Garver this week, Craig? We, we got to talk about Bob. This, this week, this week we took the the week off, but uh, next week we will be back, and he will have uh, in a review of Eternals. So uh, a week, a rare week off for Bob. He's always busy, always watching movies for us, so we definitely appreciate that. But uh, you know, life happens sometimes, and sometimes you need to take a week off. And he'll be back next week with uh, his review of Eternals. So our own New York City film critic, Bob Garver. Joe, I know you don't know Bob Garver. Um, we met. Uh, Bob actually lives in New York, Manhattan. Man, uh, Harlem. Har Harlem. Harlem, yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, Joe, I got to connect you with Bob. You got to at least become Facebook friends with him. Because Bob has been vacationing around um, South Carolina. Lots of interesting shots of Bob Garver, which... Bob, Bob's got the body shape for me. Lots of shirtless photos of Bob. Just uh, all kinds of fun stuff. Craig and well, I have been entertaining ourselves by looking at Bob Garvin pictures of us. Oh, yeah, some shark, got got some shark fights there. Yeah. yeah, it's gotten us for some long days of work over the past week or two. Well, I, 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 that's what vacation photos are supposed to do, even if they're somebody yeah. else's. So I guess they're serving their purpose. Entertaining. Yeah. Bob was posting some family pictures, too. And, oh, it's just... Yeah. 
he's been very active this week. You know, you, yes. you give him a vacation and he just goes wild on social media. So <laughs> we got you Bob to promote his own podcast. I mean, we're featuring Bob Garver, noted movie reviewer, and Bob, Bob never shares. We, got, we have to have Bob share this podcast. You know, that's true. I mean, I, you know, I think, um, we should send him the links out so that way it's easier for him okay. to find to find what we're we're promoting that way. So I think maybe that's the disconnect is being able to find the link to share the link. So okay, we can take care of that with Bob. Um, but less shirtless Bob Garber photos, the more <laughs> posts of promoting his, his movie review podcast. Maybe maybe uh, you know on on weeks where it's a uh, fewer releases, he and I usually do a, a list show where we do like our top five favorite villains or whatever it may be. Maybe with his uh, inspiring vacation photos, we can do like a best vacation movies or something or destination movies or something. So, or, or, or he uh, can so. put his five top Facebook pictures on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see what we can do. I don't know. He's very modest. I don't know if he'll want to brag about vacation. Oh, no, he's not. He's not very. <laughs> I saw those Facebook vacation pictures. I, I think he's very modest. <laughs> uh, we love Bob Guy, right? I, I'm saying this a lot. So, yeah. Bob, if you're listening, we love you. It's yeah. great. All right. Joe, anything to promote? Uh, I don't think you were. Well, you were vacationing, right? But I don't think you were vacationing South Carolina, Bob Garber, right? No, I was not. I was okay. not. Um, I uh, I will. Um, I've got a couple of irons in the fire, but nothing nothing ready for prime time yet. I will promote as my my standard stand in uh, um, promotion is always always local journalism, whether it's part of USA Today Network that that we all work for, or you know your local Gannett paper and that. Or somebody else's local paper, whoever it is, get some local news because hey, you live local. You know what I mean. Stay informed. We just saw it with elections. You know, um, you know whether you're whether your people won or lost or whatever, the local news helps drive that. You know, so read and get involved. Subscribe to a paper. You know, throw them throw them. You know, a couple of pennies a day because that's really all it is for most places nowadays. And and you know, get your learn on. And. I don't have the numbers in front of me for last year, and I'm not sure how many people do because we switched servers for many of our papers mm -hmm. uh, from previous years. But, you know, general election last night, you know, no huge senator races or governor race or president race, but, man, lots of attention. And, you know, part of it was you guys last night did a good job. But I think part of it is people still don't know about the election. I think maybe we all miss guests that we say, ah, general election, who cares? But people were caring. I mean, I saw yep. big numbers last night. So. Well, and, you know, we, um, this morning on the part of my job, I do the, one of the, one of our many trends reports, you know, Google Trends, what are people searching for? Basically, you know, SEO stuff. And this morning, um, among our, the things that people were searching for in Ohio, for example, among those terms were the Columbus Dispatch, Canton Rep, you know, the Akron Beacon Journal. People were literally looking up the papers to get the election news. And a lot of those people, I'm sure, are already subscribers, and that's great. We appreciate the heck out of you guys. But those people who are looking for election news from their local newspaper and don't subscribe, why are you looking up the newspaper? 
Is it because you trust them? I know we're not supposedly that trustworthy. I'm getting up on my little rant now, Chris, but they're still coming to us for the news. They know that election results, their local paper's been doing it forever. And, you know, we, we, we do our best to get it right. So if you, if you enjoyed election coverage wherever you are and you don't subscribe to your local paper, as I say, throw them, throw them a couple of pennies a day and, 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 you know, get the information every day that way. Well, and a personal appeal to all of you listening to the show, read my stuff. Um, last week, um, I, I don't know. I, I think I, I may have, uh, what do you call it? When you do a roll good once and you're kind of typecast as that roll, I think I may have done that last week because I, I was fortunate enough to write a couple of Jeopardy stories that did really well, probably mm-hmm. top of the country well, which is very odd and strange for that Jeopardy story. Not that we can't write that or whatever. Uh, but so uh, our boss has done a great job of letting us focus on certain tasks, which, you know, mm-hmm. very well. I mean, we've, we've said that to her publicly we said to internal meetings too mm-hmm. so i have become the breakout guy in the past couple of days which I, I like writing stories it's been fun uh but read my stuff i i wrote a couple ones today a couple got embargoed for tomorrow so only one's live but uh today i wrote about eight issues um boss and i kind of handpicked some stuff in ohio that was interesting and stuff around the country so we kind of did summaries of that uh tomorrow uh, just some facts about daylight savings time, mm-hmm. and then how to watch the Bearcats and the Bengals every weekend. And you might be like, "Who cares about the Bearcats and Bengals?" I don't blame them. I'm a Steelers fan, but <laughs> I want clicks. Click on it. <laughs> click, it. Click, click. <laughs> Subscribe to your local paper just to click on my stuff. That's yeah. <laughs> support Christian, not support local journals in that sense. <laughs> I need another 100,000 click story. <laughs> Who doesn't? I, I, still could, I, still tell you, I did the story about Matt Modio, the, the big Jeopardy champ from um, Ohio. And he was joking about how um, they asked him too many personal stories, then asked new people that. And that took off like gang fire. I'm like, why? I mean, that wasn't that big of a story. And I don't know. Now we're ranting about journalism and stuff. So. All right. Well, good deal. Well, this, this was fun. I enjoyed it, guys. Uh, so uh, we talked about the frugal fit mom. Who mm-hmm. uh, I should reach out to her last week, but uh, next week I'm surprised. I didn't anticipate you guys. So, so what are these guys called? The the mythical good mythical morning. Good mythical morning. Where I give them some attention with like, Rhett and Link. The YouTube show bump. Uh, I'm sure they're all excited about that. Too. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Couple extra clicks for him. <laughs> yeah, at least three. At least three. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, Joe Craig and I will watch your episode. Who knows if anybody else will? But it'll be good. Uh, Craig, anything else you want to share before we close? I, I'm hoping I can keep you for a minute. I got. I need your help testing a computer out. No, I think uh, I think we covered every base here. Fantastic. All right. Well, for Joe, Craig, and Chris. Thanks for checking out the YouTube show. Good fiscal morning. We're going to listen to some guys our age talk about their favorite milkshakes. Whatever. <laughs> the, the guys that sound just like me, which uh, I'm sure I'm going to enjoy it. All right. Have a great night, everybody, and talk to you guys later. All right. Thanks, guys.